Hey everybody, sorry for being late this week. Have been traveling and as a result, um, found myself in a hotel room with uh, my wife and youngest daughter at uh, 6 a.m. and uh, didn't really feel like waking them up and having them running around in zombie status as I tried to get this AMA done. So um, they've all woken up and gotten to their daily business. So here we go. I do have some news stories and I got some Reddit questions. But uh, so this is how we'll play this out, I guess. One, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for in advance for the questions that I'm sure I'm going to get over the next 30 to 60 minutes here. <laughs> all right, right on. Thank you, Oliver. Um, I don't yet have a poster of myself, um, but I do have all those original meme photos on the meme wall, which I can tell you, I got some really weird glances every once in a while when people would come to the office for the first time. Uh, but once explaining what it was, the weird glance got a little less weird. Still kind of weird though. Anyway, appreciate the support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Parsec, uh, just announcing their partnership with Bitfury. Bitfury, one of the largest mining uh, companies in the world. Had a chance to meet some of those guys in Georgia at one point um, a while back. Um, yeah, look, uh, I think Parsec is going to come out with more and more news. Um, they just offer a service that everybody's going to need. And they offer multiple services. Actually, they offer, I would say, one service. But that service can be can be um, basically used to cover multiple needs of almost any type of company that's dealing with data on chain. So uh, definitely a company like Bitfury, uh, who wants to monitor, see what see what their see what their mine, miners are capable of, uh, monitor when miners are moving funds. Uh, moving moving Bitcoin, uh, monitor when that Bitcoin moves through exchange, all those good things so that they can keep uh, have better analytics internally. And also us as the general public can get those analytics uh, and use them to our own benefit. Um, so yeah, big news on that one. Uh, so yeah, anyway, Parsec doing a lot of big things, going to continue to do a lot of big things. Had been doing some really great partnerships in the past, just not many people knew about them. Uh, so now that more people know, I think you're going to see steady, steady, steady amounts of news out of Parsec about different partnerships. This is definitely one of them that you should take notice of. Uh, Bitfury is a unicorn uh, worth over a billion. So, you know, not the easiest thing to just walk in the doors of Bitfury and get a partnership. Parsec did it and they did it because, well, their product makes sense. It's it's useful. Uh, it's needed. And Bitfury recognized that. So that's, that's big. We do have some Reddit questions, a few of them this week. So I'll jump back into those as we... Uh, Start to go through here. I see this question pop up. Uh, what's the ETA, Johnny Dixon? What's the ETA for Coin Metro Bond? ETA is probably second half of September. That's the ETA we're looking at right now. Probably the latter half, uh, latter half of the second half of September. Um, but we do want to get it going in September. That's the goal. Uh, somebody asked in Telegram chat if CM plans to support Spark Airdrop. Yeah, hey, hey Angel, I, I actually answered that. Um, so we, right now, XRP uh, is, uh, or we, we actually offer XRP through our um, connection with BitGo. If BitGo supports the Spark Airdrop, then we, by default, will support it as well. In the past, BitGo um, has not supported some airdrops and some forks and have supported others. So I have to get some information on that because at the current time, I don't know, actually. So I have to shoot out an email uh, to BitGo and, uh, and ask them and see what they say. And then we'll get back. So please um, tag me again on Telegram about that. Once I have uh, a response, um, I'll go ahead and let you guys know. 
Congrats, Father Oliver. Yep, 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 yep. Oliver officially a dad as of a few days ago. Um, so, uh, so yeah, sharing pictures of his new son, Ledger. An awesome name. Uh, middle name was going to be XCM, um, but uh, unfortunately, it's going to be Ledger XCM. I, I thought that was I thought that was you know fitting, but um, fortunately didn't make the cut. Uh, but cool name, uh, cool little dude. Already has more hair than I do, so a bit jealous about that. I'll take that out with him in person when I see him when I'm back in Estonia. Um, if anything ensues, any type of tussle, I'll make sure that we get that on camera. But yeah, congratulations to Oliver. Been there, done that. Uh, great time. Uh, great. It, it's it does change your life, and I'm sure Oliver's feeling a bit of that change already. What's the status of the new KYC, new deposit withdrawal UI, new copy trading UI? Uh, new KYC is being tested on release candidate. Not it's not it's not a new design per se, but it is a new flow, um, and I expect that to go live very very soon. Uh, new deposit withdrawal UI and copy trading UI are all being uh, uh, basically put together by um, our great UI UX guy Igor. Um, I think some of those are already pretty much completed in terms of design. Now they're going to move on to the design team. But the the front end design team is obviously right now fully focused on the securities marketplace. So um, once Tangible does go live, um, and then they get Coinmetrics Bond up in place and ready to go live, then they can move on to these things. We have them scheduled for September. We'll see if we make that. Um, I think it's definitely possible within September, but probably toward the second half, considering the securities marketplace launches. I know we got BizDev update on Telegram, but can we have it said on here? Jesus, I don't even remember the update I gave. To be honest, it's been a, been a bit of a whirlwind for me, waking up way too early um, these days uh, because of the time difference. I'm going to come back. No alarm, but Jesus, BizDev. Um, we always got some BizDev stuff going on, to be honest. Let me think. I actually have a call later today. Uh, with a gen genomicist, is that? That's probably not the right pronunciation. Gene scientist, I guess, and not blue genes. But uh, but anyway, I have a call with him later today about a possible about possibly a listing at Coin Metro um, of their token. They basically are taking on the likes of Twenty Three and Me and other companies that you know process DNA and Ancestry.com things like that. Um, but they do it in a decentralized manner, and they allow you to take control of your own data. And then actually and actually sell that data, and, and reap the reap the benefits. So pretty cool project. That's something I'll, I'll have a talk with a little later today. Also had a call with a banking and service platform out of the U.S. Quite cool. Uh, the ability to instant uh, issue instant debit cards through that platform. A few other cool things. Uh, checking accounts um, for clients. Something like we're going to do in the EU with our current banking as a service provider there. Uh, waiting on an NDA actually from them to move forward with the talks. Let's see what else we got working on in BizDev. There's a few. I know I mentioned some things in Telegram. I'm trying to think what else I can throw out to you guys. I'm going to keep thinking. And when something pops into my head, I'll probably end up talking about something for another question. Anyway, do you think making 100 million volume in CM day by day is possible? Yes, 100% possible. No reason to doubt it's not. The reason why we don't have it already is simple. It's awareness. It's not product. It's not lack of expertise. It's not lack of... Uh, you know, it's not anything. It's not pricing. It's not anything tied to the business itself. It's awareness. So it's our job collectively to make sure that that awareness grows. Well, with awareness comes volume. With what cryptos can you join Basecamp to Seiko on Monday? Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. We might have Bit. I'm not sure if Bitcoin Cash and XRP are in there. Definitely Bitcoin. 
and Ethereum will be possible. We just simply want to use the most liquid crypto because basically you're going to be given an indicative rate. And then once the crypto is moved, either from an internal CM wallet to another wallet, which obviously will happen instantaneously, so we don't expect too much price fluctuation. But if you're sending crypto from outside of CoinMetro, you're given an indicative price. When the crypto actually hits, you're given the actual price at the moment the crypto hits. And we don't want to see a disparity where someone wants to fund you know, in a, in, in a, in a, in a less liquid uh, asset, which may make it more volatile, and then end up you know, getting 10, 20, 30% less than what they envisioned. So yeah, definitely Bitcoin and Ether. Uh, we may have some additional options as well. Do you think we could see Bitcoin for 5K when stocks crash? It is definitely possible. Sure. I think it, it all depends. Look, right now there's definitely correlation. That correlation comes from a few different things. There was less correlation at some point in Bitcoin's life because Bitcoin was traded by almost 100% retail money. Retail money that wasn't even retail trading before they traded crypto. And Bitcoin was basically just bought and held. Not many people were speculatively trading Bitcoin. So it just unilaterally went one way. Obviously, there were pullbacks, but it didn't really correlate to anything else. Over time, you start to get more people that have some trading acumen that have been trading in other markets. And what traders usually do, if you're trading in FX, you find some correlating or non-correlating asset and you track it. The VIX, uh, which obviously correlates to USD, um, usually, <laughs> except for now. Um, well, you know, Things that correlate generally correlate until they don't. Right? There is no written rule really about correlation, but you tend to use other markets to, to be able to figure out, you know, either, either to figure out when to get in and out of trades or to give you some type of comfort in that your decision based on fundamentals or technical analysis is correct because you get another point on the map that says, yeah, it's time to get in or out. And so what happens is people started to look at stocks, start looking at gold, start looking at other things, started to trade in junction with how those other markets were moving. And now we have correlation or what looks to be some type of correlation between stocks, Bitcoin, and then Bitcoin and the underlying crypto markets. At some point, that's going to have to change. Now, does that change in the time period before stocks start to crash when you know, the government pulls their $4 trillion carpet out from underneath the US stock market? I don't know. It could happen. I do think we, we very well could see 5K again. That's for sure. Um, that we could see 3K again. Um, those are pretty key markers in the last few, in the last months uh, and in some points years on, on the Bitcoin price scale. So we definitely could see them again. We would have to see a major stock market crash, probably in correlation with after the, the US uh, elections. We'd have to see sustained market crash and we would have to have uh, a pretty close correlation. Um, so those things are all possible. I wouldn't bet the house on it, but I would be I would be looking for any type of market correlation leading into and out of the U.S. presidential elections because that can change. U.S. look when Trump was elected, when Obama was elected, it changed the I guess the ebb and flow of markets for about six months, and that's usually the norm: three to six months after U.S. presidential election, when 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 powers shift, that's normal. The Trump election shifted markets for two and a half, three years. So if Biden gets elected, I wouldn't expect a two to three year shift, but I would expect a pretty brutal uh, six month shift. You know, that doesn't mean it happens the day he gets elected, but let's see if he gets elected. Sorry. 
missing that one. Is it a plan to get a new tier, for example, 100,000 XTM lock to get VIP gifts? There is a plan to have an ICO tier at this point, which would probably, could potentially be higher than the tier three, simply because uh, we know that, well, actually, no, maybe it would be, could potentially be less, actually, knowing that ICO contributors paid more for their tokens. Um, and to answer your question, yes, that, that tier system isn't set in stone. So potentially, yes, uh, we would have a larger tier, um, especially once we roll out debit cards and things where we can provide cash back. They will be tied to specific tiers, though. Um, I, I think what I'd like to do, look, there's that, there, those t that tier level that's been there already. We want to reward those guys. They've been in those tiers. They've been locked in. They need to get rewarded. Will there be an additional tier with additional perks? Perhaps, though I don't know how fair that would be, but will there be an additional tier tiers added? Yes, but for different reasons, like for instance, ICO contributor tier. ETA on USD onboarding. I think we're through compliance with the provider. We've started in September now uh, the, the, the integration. I'm told by our CTO that that, he, that integration will take the entirety of the month of September. So we would expect by the third week probably to be doing testing in our release candidate environment and by the fourth week releasing. So by the end of the month, it could happen potentially faster and that would be great, but let's shoot for the fourth month of September. If CSD projects will not affect XCM price, the only way for XCM to rise in value through CSD is somehow interested CSD buyers to buy XCM. Well, I don't think that's entirely true. You have to understand that there's... Uh, indirect and direct association when it comes to XCM and CoinMetro and the digital securities marketplace and the CSD. So right now with the first two issuances, CoinMetro is handling all the front end for the issuers. That will change over time and Ignium will start to handle front end as well. Secondary though will be handled, uh, at least secondary will be offered at CoinMetro. We will also still offer that digital securities marketplace and we may what we may do is simply copy Let's say um, if it's offered on Ignium's website, we will offer it as well in Digital Securities Marketplace uh, in tandem. Uh, what, that, what does that do? Well, first of all, when clients sign up for any primary that's listed at Digital Securities Marketplace, they're becoming CoinMetro clients. The volume that happens on the secondary market and the primary market affect the burn, or well, the vaulting of XCM. So at the end of the day, even just them interacting with the platform, as a direct connection to XCM. Yeah. Obviously, once they're clients and they're using our platform for secondary, they may see other assets they want to invest in. Perhaps they decide that they also want to buy into some crypto assets, whether that be Bitcoin, PRQ, XCM, whatever the case. Anything they do creates more volume. Obviously, they may end up buying some XCM, especially when they see that if there's certain CSD offerings, certain, certain securities offerings will offer more interest on, let's say, bonds, like the CoinMetro bond, if they're locked into a tier. So there definitely is a direct correlation. And while some of it may be slightly indirect, any usage of our platform is a near direct correlation to demand on XCM. Do you think $1 coin match party will happen in 2021? It could, it, there is potential that it could. Look, I've talked about like the BitMEX moment in the past, right? BitMEX moment being BitMEX was doing 2K USD in volume per day. And then somebody over there was like, let's give these clowns leverage and they started doing billions. Um, and I think we have so many things that there's just no awareness of that could be our BitMEX moment. And as we start to get more awareness, any one of those things could potentially be our BitMEX moment. And we still are creating new products and we will continue. We're gonna get into the DeFi space. We're gonna do lots of things that potentially, all we need is a trigger and awareness. 
awareness, even with what we have already, would have us doing 20x what we're doing now in terms of volume, at least. Um, and that awareness is going to come. Uh, on top of that awareness, any trigger could do could 5, 10x that 20x uh, in volume. So it's definitely possible. It's going to take collectively lots of work from our our you know people referring people you know our ambassadors, our referring agents, uh, the team itself, me, uh, Oliver, everybody else of the team, support compliance. Everybody's going to have to work towards that goal, but it's definitely possible. What do you think about currency coins like Nano? Bright future or not? Hey, Links. You know, I haven't really jumped too much into Nano, to be quite honest. I think the broader answer to this question, without focusing just on Nano, is this: Bitcoin was the first, and Bitcoin will remain, especially as it retains the the liquidity, will remain a big player in crypto. Ether for being the first to launch smart contracts, and where obviously there's lots of liquidity, which are causing problems right now because of gas fees, will also remain a major player. You've seen other smart contracts come out. You've seen other source of uh, uh, transfer coins like Bitcoin, for example, and they haven't gained the same amount of traction. And that's simply because those guys were there first and they hold the liquidity. There's going to be, we don't have a standard yet in my mind for a cryptocurrency. We don't yet have a standard I think you can almost say there's a standard, at least in people's minds, not necessarily, I don't necessarily agree, but we have a standard for um, a store of value and that's Bitcoin. And I think you can almost say we have a standard right now in terms of issuance of digital securities because the vast amount are issued on Ethereum. Now standards can change, but outside of that, we don't have many standards and they are gonna be competing and compete, lots of competitions for those standards. So I think, Products that have come out after Bitcoin and Ethereum, and uh, even XRP for that matter, have a hard time competing because the market isn't that mature yet, and they're trying to compete for a standard that doesn't exist yet. Once the sta- once once the market exists and it's and it's big enough for someone to try and fight for the standard, it depends on who fights the most. Nano has a, a, a foothold in Asia. Uh, I believe. Um, I don't know how much of a foothold they have elsewhere. I think if you're talking about for speculative reasons, if it wants to be a currency, you shouldn't be speculating with it unless you're speculating against another currency. Um, I mean, you can speculate on the US dollar, obviously, in the euro, for example. Um, but uh, but with this type of asset, um, you know, if you want to be a currency, you should be quite stable. Um, Anyway, so broader speaking, I would say we're going to, it's going to take time to find standards of markets unless someone breaks into a market that no one's ever done before, like PRQ, for example. That's an asset that is doing something that no one else is doing. It's, their tokenomics are directly tying it to the, well, they're not, they're not 100% released yet, but tokenomics will tie that token to the underlying usage of the service, which is a service that almost every entity that uses any type of on-chain technology will need. That's why things like Chainlink did so well, Oracle, right? That's why things like, um, you know, other, other, other tokens, other assets that did something first have done well. So I think those, as far as speculation goes, are probably the things that most people look for. Sneak peeks of new app. Not quite yet. 
but uh, perhaps next week we'll get. We'll, I think we're, we'll we'll almost we'll be ready for sneak peeks next week. Oliver will probably end up sharing a few of those here and there on on Telegram. Just make sure you you keep your eyes peeled for those. Our scammers, knowing that you're a CF, can not quite much try to scam you through TG or by other socials. Yeah, actually, during our token sale, Kevin Merko tried to scam me uh, three or four times, um, which I thought was quite humorous. I thought it was a bot at first, then I realized it wasn't, and um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's funny, sad, scary. I think it's all three actually at the same time. I don't know what kind of face you make when you're when you want to laugh, cry, and pound the table at the same time. But it's probably quite memeable. I would try it right now, but uh, I, I just don't. I just don't feel confident enough that I would portray it in the correct manner. Um, so yes, uh, for sure. And they do it through link. I get messages on LinkedIn all the time. I get messages on Telegram all the time about ridiculous nonsense. And in some cases, it's so ridiculous, um, I simply tell them that they need to better their game because if anybody falls for this, they're a moron. Um, so yeah, I don't think I should be helping scammers per se, but sometimes it's just so bad, man. Like the the empathy inside me, you know, the educator inside me is like, dude, I mean, come on, you gotta step your game up, my friend. Uh, you know, this is just too easy to spot. Hey guys, just want to mention that we have 43 viewers, but only 19 likes. Thank you, Nalamaro. Appreciate it. So guys, please like, thumbs up, heart it, whatever the hell you got to do, whatever platform you're on. Uh, make sure we know that you like what we're doing um, because, you know, we'll do more of it. Plus it gets more people to see what we're doing. And obviously, well, that helps, that helps all of us. So there we go, Nalamaro again. Hit that like, appreciate that. <laughs> Brian coming in with some support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Remember to show some more love to Tangible on her 20... Yep, Tangible needs some love and support. Tangible will be launching very, 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 very soon. Uh, and uh, definitely an interesting project. I think one of the more interesting real estate projects that I've seen uh, tokenized, seeing as it tokenized various aspects of the project. Um, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a really cool cool little start to the digital securities marketplace. Nice lead-in for CoinMetro's bond as well. Um, yeah, guys, show some support. To be honest, 120 people, if they all throw in about 2K, it's over. You know, things funded. So 120 might just be enough. Uh, so if you guys are interested, make sure you get your spot. Make sure you put your email in over there on the website, basecampnaseco.com, so that you can get included uh, in the updates, get that digital brochure once it's completed here, um, maybe even today, uh, and uh, get your name in line so that uh, you're ready to roll once the thing launches. Futures killed volatile Bitcoin movements. Thoughts on this statement? Um Yes and no. So the futures, synthetic futures, no. Futures that are tied to the deliverable asset, maybe. And that maybe becomes because it's indirect. It's indirect because what happens is, theoretically, normally, uh, when you have an asset that's illiquid, it's more volatile. Um, now, that's, that's true and not true. Let me, let me tell you why. You, ever, you guys look at charts uh, of crypto assets all the time, right? So you know, you see charts that look like this, right? It's just like literally candlestick, 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 candlestick. They're all wicks, you know. Now, you would call that, I would call that by looking at it volatile because you're basically having the price always jump within like 5% every couple minutes. Uh, and every order that gets filled, it's jumping all around. In reality, though, it's not that it's volatile. It's simply that it's a liquid and that the spread is just widening and then lessening and widening and lessening. That doesn't necessarily mean volatility. This is one of the reasons why 
this FX system that FX Pig has, the door does so well around rollover because banking bots, <laughs> algos, see spread widening as volatility. And I'm not sure they're correct. Now, when you talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, you know, just past couple of days, what did it move? 10, 15, 20%? That's pretty volatile. Now it's more, it's much more liquid. So when that, when those moves happen, there's lots of ticks, right? There's lots of liquidity within those moves, but it's still volatile. So I think what we had before, when you think about the maximum volatility that Bitcoin saw was simply the combination of spread widening because of illiquidity, but at the same time, so much more adoption coming so quickly that the illiquidity was matched with large demand. And that created heightened volatility. And futures brought in more liquidity. Those futures that were pegged to the deliverable asset brought in batch settlements so that you would see large settlements happen at certain times a day and not throughout the entire day, which re reduces that kind of one-sided demand and thus reduces volatility. So I think it's, it's kind of a yes and no. As assets mature, volatility in general will decrease. But as you can see with stocks, when shit hits the fan, volatility rolls back in style. The volatility that used to roll around in a Ford Focus comes back in a Bentley Arnage, um, uh, you know, with his hand out the window, uh, waving at the girls with his petite Philippe on his wrist. So, you know, volatility will roll back in, uh, that's for sure. And I don't think futures killed it. Futures disguised it. Bitcoin's still pretty volatile, that's for sure. I would, I would put on that volatility as well, leverage. Uh, leverage also plays the same role in killing volatility. Also though, when you're leveraged, even a 20, 30, $40 move in Bitcoin can kill your account. And I'm sure when that happens, people go, fuck, it's too goddamn volatile. And that's not really the case. Um, CSD, yeah, well, that feature, we actually aren't the CSD, that's Ignium. So Coinmetro is not the CSD. Coinmetro has the digital securities marketplace which is a place to run primary and run secondary for digital assets in conjunction with the settlement and custody of the underlying CSD. But yes, um, that digital securities marketplace is a big one. We've had some big players talking to us about BizDev, maybe some smart money has entered as they see potential. Message from Oliver on Telegram. Um, yeah, uh, and that's true. Some of those things are not yet really shareable. Um, and yeah, the, you have seen some buying, right? Those 50 K buys and, uh, yeah, I guess there's truth to that. There's not much more I can say about it. Unfortunately, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I will be able to. So, you know, I like to be transparent, but sometimes I get stuck between a rock and a hard place and uh, just can't be. Now we have massive feature of this next step in crypto. What will be the next big step in 2021? Um, mature decentralized finance. I think is probably where most of the market is headed, um, and yeah, we want to be on we want to be on the fringe of that. Uh, some of that work's going to be done with Kadana here in the in the near future, and we will also be and the CSD as well. We'll be working on things uh, for, de for 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 more and more decentralization, as will CoinMetro. I don't know. Was this like 4chan language? I don't know. I don't know how to read this. Tinkes Harry Bucket at Taco. Right on. I, I can't answer that, Josh. I don't really know what that means. 
I, I think there's some type of bald. It's like some, I think it's pretty, there's something in there about being bald, I think. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just my bald radar going off. I, I don't know. Hey, Kev, what are your thoughts on the influx of bullshit coins, tokens in the market? So many people getting burnt. When will global regulation wipe out this manipulation? In my honest, it just discourages more capital. Stubble and Stout, agree 100%. I think I, I saw that on Uniswap, there's like 6,000 new tokens or something like that. You know, squash, pizza, pepperoni. I don't know, the fucking microwave token. Actually, somebody should launch the microwave token and zap and, burn, and you know, zap all the, shit, all the shit food tokens. That might actually be quite cool. Maybe we should just do that. Maybe we should launch the Coin Metro microwave token. And basically, we farm all these tokens and then we just kill them all. Just zap them. Yeah. Anyway, look, I'm sure regulators are taking notice. They just don't know what to do because, like I said, centralized governance and centralized KYT, KYC are be, will be their full step. That'll be their first hit. But they're trying to figure out how to do that. Who do they contact? Where do you go for Uniswap? Um, so, yeah, they can shut down the front end servers, but that takes an investigation. That's going to take some time. When I say time, I mean months or years. Um, and that may have already started. Um, so I do think that it will have to stop. No, no viable market allows things like this to take place. Now, there's an argument to be said that, you know, if you want a free market, well, there you go. Right. And that's why there's no true real free market in the world because shit happens and you need a shit filter. As soon as you put in a shit filter, you're not a free market anymore. So I guess there's pros and cons to something like Uniswap in that, in, that, in that nature. But yes, I think regulators are taking a look. Look, it may come down to the point that regulation actually creates a, a segment for decentralized marketplaces and allows them to operate within a certain looser framework. I'm pretty sure, like I said, KYC and KYT aren't going away. But allowing it to happen, um, as long as there's enough warnings and probably some, maybe even some investor classification before they're able to take part. Not something like accredited investor status, but something where people need to take a, a quick little quiz so that they know about risk. And if they understand risk, they can take part. And this way, the regulator doesn't have to take on all the complaints when shit hits the fan because people have agreed to accept the risk um, and taken a test to show that they understand the risk. But it will happen. The problem is, is that regulators don't move that fast because they have to wait for legislation for them usually. And legislation doesn't move that fast because, well, they're legislators and they're slow. And, you know, they don't get paid by every bill they pass. They don't get paid based on how many hours they sit inside the parliament or the, uh, you know, Congress or the Senate. They just get paid. So they don't necessarily care. Um, and if it isn't something that their local constituents are really going to care about, they don't care to get involved, even if it's for the better of the entirety of, 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 of the country, world, whatever. Um, so it's going to take some time. When are we getting C CFDs and what will the leverage be? You want to classify CFDs because that's a wide range of market. If you mean currency CFDs, do you mean crypto CFDs? If you're talking about let's say futures, because I don't know if you really mean contracts for difference in terms of leverage. Uh, you probably more mean futures, high leverage future contracts. Um, we can do it out of Montenegro. It's possible. Um, not exactly to be, uh, you know, 
I have a bit of misgivings about offering because I see your second little follow-up here. Uh, yeah, and uh, I have a little misgivings about giving 100x without, you know, knowing that the people using it aren't going to get completely wrecked. Um, you know, them getting wrecked maybe means some more revenue for CoinMetro, but it also means a reputation for CoinMetro I'd rather not have. So I do think CFDs or futures uh, and or futures um, potentially are in the will be in the pipeline and potentially we will offer higher leverage contracts. But I want to do it in a way and make sure people that get access to it understand what they're getting access to. What made you want to open a business in Estonia? So I've explained this one a few times. I'll, give, I'll try to give you the short version. Um, short version is, uh, first idea was to get licensed in Georgia, not the state, but the country, uh, for those of you from the U.S. Um, the uh, Why Georgia? Well, Georgia is kind of right in the smack dab in Eurasia, so you have access to European markets as well as Asian markets. Uh, the regulator there, three and a half years ago, was thinking about, we had just, allow, had just uh, passed some law that, that was allowing non-banks to get licenses to trade FX. So my FX company was went out to Georgia to see maybe we would acquire a license there. When we were out there, we we heard we found out that the regulator was thinking about adding crypto exchange into that same license within the next six months. So the first idea was to actually incorporate Coin Metro back in 2017 in Georgia. Long story short, went to Georgia, had a bunch of meetings set up. Nobody showed up. Thought this isn't going to work. Startup needs to move. If I can't move, the startup might fail. At the around the same time, this was in January of 2018. In, in November 2017, I had read an article about Estonia that on November 27th, they had adopted uh, AMLD5 or a, redact, a redaction of MLD, AMLD5 and created two different crypto licenses, crypto to fiat exchange as well as uh, crypt, custodial crypto license um, under the FIU. It's the first country to do that. The, the fifth anti-money laundering directive hadn't even been fully redacted or voted on or, um, you know, wasn't even ready out of EU parliament at that point. And Estonia went ahead and moved forward with it. And I thought that was quite progressive. I got on a plane to Estonia that in, I think it was January 20th, maybe, uh, arrived to Estonia within two days, had our first uh, hire, um, and within three or four days had some office space and the rest is history. So I didn't want, look, the one thing I didn't want to do as a financial uh, uh, professional um, was go into a market where I was going to be holding client funds without any form of regulation. Guidelines are great, but guidelines don't help. Um, exemptions are great, but exemptions aren't regulation uh, and they aren't law. They, they, you know, and they, they don't, exemptions can be closed. So um, Estonia was one of the only countries outside of Japan that had any actual legislation on the books. And that's why Estonia. And I think it's been a good choice to be quite honest. What are your thoughts on DeFi? You mentioned earlier about CM doing something in DeFi. Regulation come in one day to strangle DeFi. I don't think regulation will come in to strangle DeFi. Right now, under current regulation, if you're doing peer-to-peer and there's no intermediary, so smart contracts are your only intermediary, you don't need regulation. And I don't think that's ever going to change. However, there are pieces of, transact- of transactions that absolutely would should fall under current regulation. Again, KYT, know your transaction, KY. Uh, uh, and KYC, know your client, know your customer. And, you know, the ability to track, you know, you do not want a system that allows 11 billion in assets to flow back and forth without knowing where they're flowing, at least from a regulatory angle and a law and, 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 a, and, a, and just a, a law angle, a law enforcement angle, 
nobody wants to see that. So there will be changes, I imagine. My thoughts on DeFi is decentralized finance is part of the future. That's for sure. Finance will become more and more decentralized, more and more disintermediated. It's needed. The reason why finance doesn't work right now for the most part is intermediation. There's too many intermediaries. That brings cost. It brings latency. Uh, it brings inefficiencies. So DeFi is part of the future. I think current DeFi is built on legs made of glass. I've said that before. Those legs will shatter and DeFi will crumble and hit the ground, but it won't die. And just like crypto didn't die after so many bubbles, DeFi is not going to die, but DeFi will be reimagined. It will be a reimagined to a more mature state where current regulations are followed, where you're not seeing uh, these massive returns, but returns higher than you see in traditional markets because of the disintermediation. So instead of seeing, let's say, if a, if a comparable product in the traditional market's paying 3%, you might get 5 to 6%, well, 4 to 6% maybe. Uh, and that'll probably end up being only 1% to 2% higher, maybe um, 20% higher or so over the long term. But in the short term, as the maturing happens, you're still going to see substantive, substantively higher returns, just not what you're seeing right now in DeFi. What happens in DeFi right now is mainly built on pyramid schemes and, and fraudulent shit. And just people FOMOing into one thing, price pops, somebody sells out and it's done. You know, the guy at the top that holds 90% of the assets just dumps on everybody and it's game over. And those types of manipulations, as you're saying here, uh, as, the, as actually the last guy said, uh, who was that? Just to give him credit, Stubble and Stout said, definitely discourage, again, discouraging big money, discouraging, you know, real money to flow into this space. I think DeFi is great as, uh, as a theoretical problem solver for traditional finance. And I think that theoretical problem solver will become an actual problem solver in the future. Can I already pay in store with XCM? Not, not yet. Haven't gotten around to that, unfortunately. Too many other fish to fry, uh, but we will. And when we do, I'll, I'll make a comment on it. Please tag me midweek on Telegram about that. By the end of the week, I'll be back in Estonia and my schedule will be a bit more normal again. And uh, I'll look to get that tackled. Uh, well, we changed from uh, one bank to this banking and service provider who had in the beginning didn't have instant SEPA. They have it now. It's simply been in test. Any day it can be launched again. So I expect literally any day. We've been expecting any day for a month, to be quite honest. But we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. At some point here in the near future, it'll be activated and be back on the table. Hey, Gustavo. Nice to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. I think the last time we saw each other was in Switzerland about two years ago almost. Nice to see you as well. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, if you have a question, man, go ahead and shoot it out. Go ahead and shoot it out. Would love to thought chat with you again. When USD, I think I already covered that one. Ain't tangible hard cap 2.5. Yep, it's 2.5 million. That is correct. Ah, you're right. I think oh, that's my comment about only 2.5K from 100 people. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a, uh, that was a, 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 a mathematical error. You're right, Salty. Good, good, good catch on that one. When will you add GBP XCM? Um, when we get more action on, on the GBP side, for sure we will do it. Uh, we will probably have a hybrid book that basically feeds off the Euro book at first though, until we build out a much healthier book and then we can then split them. Do you plan new ICO in the near future? I think the term ICO is probably no longer used in the industry. If you're talking about a direct issuance for a utility token, there's nothing currently on the books. We're focused more on the security marketplace right now. Well, actually, I, that's not entirely true because the tangible offering has a use token built into it. So I guess you can say that's kind of like an ICO, um, even though it's tied to the bond. 
So, uh, but in terms of use token launches, there's nothing on the books right now. If anybody has uh, a utility token that they'd like to launch um, in some form of fundraising, then please reach out to us uh, and we can talk about it. I do think the securities marketplace will end up doing some non-securities as well. Um, and for the mere reason that some tokens, when they want to raise money, simply don't want to do a security. So we can also uh, handle that on the securities marketplace. Kevin, I just checked my wallet and I couldn't find my CoinMetro debit card. Look a little harder, Daniel. Uh, you might have lost it between the, you know, the, the, the uh, pillows on your couch or something. One card. Sorry for asking every week. I hate my bank deeply. I think everybody hates their bank. Uh, that's collective around the world, I think. So when, when debit cards. So we're still waiting for feedback from our bank and service provider from Visa. I was told I have a I have a phone call with them every Tuesday. So this past Tuesday we had our call. They were just finalizing the documentation they needed to add to the documentation we sent them to submit the visa. Not sure if it's been submitted to visa yet. I think I would have been notified. It's probably not. Once it is submitted to visa, 45 days. So no update for you. I'm sorry. Um, next this coming Tuesday, I hopefully I'll have an update. Then on Friday, I'll be able to release that update to you guys, and your wallet will be be a little comfy and uh, understand that it's coming soon. Love XC Metro, bro. It's nice. Can you say happy birthday to my friend Taco, please? Thank you. Ah, was that was that at Taco? Was that the, the message I saw that I tried to read that was like in 4chan English or something? Sure, man. Happy birthday, Taco. Uh, you know, hope you hope you hope you have a good one. I don't know if you're from the UK as well, but if you are, hopefully you get some sun on your birthday. You know, UK weather can be pretty shit. But yeah, man, maybe you should have a taco on your birthday. I think that would be pretty cool. I'm a fan of tacos myself. Of course, I have to eat vegetarian tacos now, which is limits the. Uh, I'm, I'm in I'm in northern Mexico right now. Let me tell you, as a vegetarian, you will die here. Uh, you know, when I when I asked somebody for a taco with no meat, they looked at me like I was absolutely insane. And then when I asked, told them no cream and no cheese, their jaw dropped and, and literally hung there for like ten seconds. A couple mosquitoes flew in and out. It was fucking amazing. Um, and then, uh, subsequently after that, when they brought it and I said, ah, you know what, could you put this on a corn tortilla, not a wheat? Cause I'm also gluten free. The lady wanted to punch me in the mouth. Um, I think I saw her fists clench up. She didn't, I'm sure she spit in my food. I didn't notice it when I ate it. Trying to think about it. Anyway, taco, happy birthday and, uh, enjoy. How will bigger volume on coin Metro affect demand for XCN buyback program? Anything else? It's not a buyback program. Essentially what it is, is, is all fees that are generated on the exchange immediately go to buy XCM. So the more volume, the more XCM purchasing, the more XCM purchasing, the more demand on XCM. Simple as that. Not only that, but we've seen, uh, and we have data to show that as more clients roll in, more clients buy XCM. So the fact that they see that they can lock it, the fact they see they can get rebates, the fact that they, the fact they see they can get a reduction in fees, or the simple fact that they see an asset that's tied to a product, they say, wow, this product looks really nice, they end up owning some of it. Um, so that's a bit more indirect, but there's definitely direct correlation to volume on the exchange and the uh, purchasing or demand on XCM. 100X, hey, 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 Metro Connect. Yeah, 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 that dude. Uh, that guy was amazing. I wonder where he is now. Somebody probably shot him. Hey, Maxu, good on you for being from Estonia. Cool place. Why haven't you come by the office? I mean, no matter where you live in Estonia, what are we, like, maximum two hours away? I mean, you could almost walk it. What is the main purpose of XCM? Hey, Kekta. Kekta. Kakta. Kakita. Kekta. I don't know. Um, so, main purpose. So, XCM is the utility token that powers the exchange. So, essentially, it is the lifeblood of the exchange. Uh, we uh, try, we 
uh, try, and for the most part do, tie in XCM to every product we offer. So you can think of it uh, as a cross between something like a airline mile or a membership point like American Express member points, as well as a native payment method. And basically, uh, that's it. Its purpose is to fuel CoinMetro. So every single transaction that happens on the exchange, all fees are then calculated and then used to buy XCM. That XCM is then bolted. XCM is the way that we are remunerated from that exchange volume. That's it. Uh, so it becomes what essentially is the lifeblood of the exchange. And the more people that use the exchange, the more demand there is on that token. And as we grow our product base, you have more and more use cases. There's already a myriad of use cases for XCM inside the inside CoinMetro, not just on the exchange. There will be more and more use cases as we build out more products. What do you think could be the greatest catalyst in pumping XCM? Awareness. That's it. There's no other, there's no bigger um, pump than awareness. That is by far uh, what will do it. Do you have a few, you have a few times mentioned here that lots of press coverage when the first bond is launched. Could you elaborate on this? And if CM has been proactive to get this message out? We have been. Uh, we've we've pushed out um, thing and we've pushed out PR already. Uh, on the first release and on the uh, securities marketplace. I was contacted actually by one of the largest, I guess, websites in crypto news to do an interview just the other day because they saw the public um, filing at the SEC for the CoinMetro bond. Uh, what was supposed to be a 30-minute conversation, I think, tailed off to 90 minutes. So quite a good conversation. Expect some good coverage there. What we, we don't want, what you don't want to see is coverage come out. Look, the, the, the issuance is 90 days. And we want to make sure the issuance, the, the, the launch goes well. So you're going to start to see more and more coverage as soon as the launch goes on. And as soon as we verify that it's working 100% correctly, you'll start to see more and more coverage. Most of that is going to be through PR. Some Obviously, there will be internal pushes as well, because we now have probably close to somewhere between 16 and 70,000 users within our database. So you will also see that. You will see more focus on socials as well. Um, and you'll start to see uh, some paid campaigns as well across different social media uh, for the different offerings, as well as the platform. Yeah, Make PR Enrich is also, I think that's number one on the list, actually. I forgot to mention that one. It's been a long day already. So sorry about that, Bjorn. Anything else Anything else than being vegan is no help for no one. Too many double negatives in here. I don't. I don't really know what this means. Anything else than being vegan is no help for no one. Does that mean being vegan is good or bad? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Somebody's got to help me with that one. I wasn't ever invited to the office. The fudge, Kevin. Man, I don't know. I, I can't keep track of everybody that's from Estonia. It's like, I think like we have half the population now somehow in this group. So if you're from Estonia, man, stop by the office, have a coffee, say hi, you know, take a picture of the meme wall, put it on social media. I don't know, do what you want to do. But yeah, you can have water too. We have water, coffee. You know, sometimes we even have more exotic drinks. Just depends on the day you show up and what time it is, I guess. Can you tell my friend 21 Chris to leave his to leave his gang and come back to us? Also, Taco is a beast. Uh, so you know Taco as well? Jesus, this guy Taco really gets around. 21 Cristo. 21 Cristo. Wow. All right, yeah, dude. Leave, leave your gang, bro. Come on, man. What are you, 12? But you need the support of a bunch of other dudes to like make it through your life? What are you fucking kidding me? Be a man, put your big boy pants on. Get shit done by yourself. Right? You don't need that shit. Move on, man. Come on. Join a better gang. The XCM gang. Yeah, we really support our members. 
And, uh, you know, we don't make you like kill somebody or chop off their pinky or something to get in. I mean, if you want to chop off somebody's pinky and put an XCM token next to it, I guess go for it. You know, but I didn't tell you to do it for sure, because that would be ridiculous and crazy. And I would never condone something like that. I don't know why I'm going a little bit Trumpish on this response. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, man, join it. Join a better gang. You know, you know, men get through life, you know, on their own volition. They don't need a bunch of other boys with tattoos to help them along. Oliver talked about three-digit signups per day. With this rate, do you expect self-sustainability still until February 2021 or earlier? Uh, well, signups is one metric. You definitely need more metrics than just signups to get to self-sustainability. Someone can sign up and not do anything. So signups is definitely great. It's great to see. Now we need to get those signups to convert and actually use the platform, which they are. But we need to make sure that that conversion stays solid and that they are you know, using the platform and generating revenue. So potentially, look, it could happen tomorrow if, you know, Saturn aligned with Pluto um, or whatever, you know, if, if, if specific things were to happen, it could happen tomorrow, it could happen the next day. You know, I think think out till February, which is five months away, six months away, thinking about the money that will come in through the bond sale, thinking about applying that money to more uh, substantial marketing. then I think uh, that's probably still a good track for us. Could it happen sooner? Sure. Could it happen later? Obviously, it could also happen later. But as long as we continue on the track we're on now, which I think, to be honest, uh, we've been doing so many things over the past months, and we've gotten to the point where we've now really started to function well as a team, both with our external workforce, our internal workforce. You know, we're really starting to come to our own. And CoinMetro, I think 2020 is really the start of, uh, of the year of CoinMetro. It doesn't mean 2020, the whole year was the year of CoinMetro. Uh, maybe, it, they, they, but we're starting to get into that year of CoinMetro, right? That that perpetual, hopefully, year of CoinMetro where things are just all popping on all cylinders and uh, we're just we're just getting things done. There was an ICO promise 100 tokens six months after launch. 100 tokens listed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, obviously that's changed for many different reasons. One of those is regulatory for sure, our banking providers, all that good stuff. Um, so we will, we, we, right now we kind of, we've morphed to want to only list things that want to work with us. Um, things like uh, companies like Cadena, 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 companies like Cadena, companies like P, uh, Parsec, PRQ, um, those type of entities that uh, even uh, Quant, Quant as well, those type of companies that are doing things that we feel are along the, are, are important. Um, they're interesting. They're actually uh, doing what they say they're going to do. They have people on the team that are experienced. They know what they're doing. They have an advisory board that's actually helping them, not just asking for tokens. Um, so that's going to mean we're probably going to list much less assets than we initially thought over time, but we're going to list much more quality assets. And I think, look, if we can get a handful, a dozen high quality assets where their communities are highly involved in the CoinMetric community and CoinMetric community is highly involved in their community, like we are with PRQ, like we are with Quant, like we are starting to be with Cadena, that's all we need. We don't need anything else more than that. And I think that's something, I think it, I think it shows more of our, our own mantra, our own vision. You know, we collectively are the future of finance. Again, that doesn't mean just people at CoinMetro, man. That means all of us, our community, you guys, as well as everything we list. If we all work together, all we do is benefit everybody, everybody in the group. And I think that makes much more sense in terms of where we want to be, what kind of company we are, and what our vision is for the future. Waiting for a posit I've done five and a half weeks ago. Can I get a forehead mug for the remaining waiting time? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about this one. Some type of, uh, yeah. I think you sent a, a swift transfer to an account that's meant for SEPA. One arrived, the other one didn't. 
supposedly was returned. Bank says they don't have it. I hate to say it, I've been involved in this type of thing before on the FX side more than a dozen times, well, way more than a dozen times, 100 times maybe. I, I can almost guarantee you it's an intermediate bank in between the receiving bank and the sending bank that is sitting on the funds. And they will do so for probably two to three months. Then they will return them with a hell of a fee connected to it. That's usually what happens. We've been um, digging. I know you sent me a message, Angel, actually a DM. Sorry, I haven't responded. Just been busy, but I'll respond here. Um, so we've been digging into this and we're doing everything we can um, in touch with Rails Bank, in touch with trying to get, trying to figure out who the intermediary is, et cetera. The funds will get returned, that's for sure. Um, I've never seen funds not get returned. And we will make the situation right once it's solved based on, you know, whatever nonsense fee you end up getting charged. Not that it's our fault, not that it's us who charge the fee, but again, we like to try and keep our, our clients happy. And even though it's not our fault, uh, you know, I think it's just ridiculous. And this is one of the reasons why we're trying to make a better system. And unfortunately, we have to use an old system to make a better system initially, and these things still happen. So forehead mug, DM me, DM me in that same thread, Angel, and I'll see what I can do about the forehead mug. How's that? I definitely think you deserve one. And drinking coffee out of the forehead every day, just, you know, little small piece of paradise uh, for such a ridiculous episode you'd have to go through. So you with the great work. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for coming by. Bots, the documentary bros. Hey, guys, when are you going to do a documentary about CoinMetro? Fuck, you're called the documentary bros. Come on, man. Let's get this done. Thanks for the MA, Kevin. You guys are welcome. We're already over the hour here, which, hey, Kevin, keep with the great work. Appreciate it. We got some more questions. I'm trying to find, we have a couple more questions here. I want to try to get to them. Hey, Kevin, does my referral buying bonds give me any commission or if they trade them on the CSD platform? Them buying bonds? No, because who would be paying that wouldn't be CoinMetro, and we don't charge a fee for them buying bonds. Um, who would be paying that is essentially the issuer. They would be getting less money. So we haven't yet asked issuers if they would agree to something like that. That, may, that probably will come in the future, though. When they're traded, they don't get traded on the CSD platform. They get traded in the secondary on, Coin, on CoinMetro. They will be charged a commission. And yes, there you would receive a piece. Thank you, Brian, for coming along. List Dex G. Anticipation one, send me a DM on Telegram at Kevin Marco. Let me know why we should list Dex G and I'll have a look. Really enjoying the massive progress on CM and XCM. Thanks for all the hard work. Enjoy your weekend with your family. Thanks, Musab. Enjoy your weekend as well. Everybody enjoy your weekend, not just those guys. Already gave a comment on the Parsec Big Fury. Look, it's another one in a, in a long line of announcements from Parsec. More announcements will be coming, I can guarantee you. They've already done a ton over the last year that nobody was aware of, unfortunately. Hint, hint, Parsec dudes, come on. Push those good things out again. I've been waiting on this already now. Come on. But yeah, look, BitFury, they're, they're one of the biggest mining operations in the world. Imagine the data that can be pulled from the mempool about miners through the BitFury network. It's not just beneficial to BitFury. It's beneficial to everyone, even traders. Um, it's a big one. They're a unicorn company worth over a billion. They saw the benefit of Parsec, um, just like we saw the benefit of Parsec, and many other companies are going to see the benefit of Parsec. And this is just the beginning for those guys at Parsec and PRQ. I have a small bag myself along for the ride. Happy to see them uh, with the success they have and expect to see much more success for those guys in the future. And they deserve it. So it's always nice to see companies that deserve it. Can't stand seeing companies that have success that really don't deserve it. <coughs> we work. <coughs> Um, eventually, man, shit just hits the fan anyway, but it's really nice to see 
uh, companies that are doing doing the right thing the right way, and it finally pays off. So awesome to see. Hello, sir. Superior coin made by based Jolin Chin. Have no idea who that is. So yeah, that's not enough of an explanation for me. So please DM me some information about it, and uh, I'll take a look. If you will add next tier, could you keep 50k XCM as price for top one? That way, even people that don't have big pockets will be able to get top rebates. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. To be honest, it's not about making it more difficult for someone to get into a top tier. I just what I don't want to do. Look, if if someone's had 50,000 locked, I don't want to make a tier above them and say, "Ha ha, you have to lock more." I don't think that's fair. Now, having specific tiers for 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 very specific benefits, like. You know, this tier is specific to this new product that wasn't available before. I can see something like that happening. Anyway, we're going to take this to the drawing board and see what we come back with. We'll obviously talk to you guys beforehand. We always pass things to our community before we do it. So we'll see where we go. But Roman, we're definitely not in a space where we want to limit people's ability to gain benefit. That's for sure. Here's a different one. I've noticed, especially in the crypto space, CEOs talk a lot more candidly, kind of like you do. I think the entire corporate space is shifting like this as well. It has to. And... In the crypto space, I think some of it is because a lot of those guys don't come from traditional backgrounds. The ones that do come from traditional might be a bit less inclined to be so open. I've always been open, even at FXPig. I used to have clashes sometimes with, with people because of that, um, saying that you know we opened ourselves up to risk. I think being transparent is always beneficial, even when it's bad news, even when it sucks. I'd rather have people know than not know. And I don't want to have to make up you know 50,000 lies and then have to figure out what lie I told so I can remember. You know, start writing down in a lie book or something. I don't want to go down that road. I'd rather just be upfront, tell people what's happening. Obviously, there's things that happen in a business that can't be shared right away. You know, sometimes you have partnerships, you have you have NDAs, you have different things. Okay, right. So there's always there's always some level of privacy that happens, just like in your personal life. You don't share everything in your personal life. I think the world will pivot more towards openness and transparency because people now are starting to come to the realization that they get lied to all the time, from politicians, down to business people, down to you know whatever, at all levels. And they're automatically skeptical. The more information they receive, the less skeptical they become. So I do think we're gonna see this as a trend. There's been, there's been CEOs you know, in corporate America, like T-Mobile, for example, in the US. Uh, that's the one example I can think off the top of my head. Obviously Tesla, I guess, um, that, that have been open. And again, you're looking at a different generation, though, as well. You're not looking at your Jack Welches. You know, you're looking at guys that are that that are that are in their 40s, uh, now 30s, 40s, that come from just a different generation that that want to you know change things. And I think that's good. And I do think it's a pattern, and we're going to see more of it for sure. Maximilian, nice comment. Um, ETA for USD already commented that one end of September. When will we see the new CoinMetrics style design be applied to the Tram page? We're looking to do that in September. It might get pushed because of securities marketplace and USD, but I think we're going to make it. So September should be when you see that new design. Hey Murdoch, what if 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 I missed one, man? Just post it again. There's there's so many. Sometimes when I scroll, not on purpose, I promise you. What just happened to the market here? Hold on. Checking, checking, checking. Ah, ether. Okay, sorry. I don't want to get distracted here. Um. <laughs> Already distracted now. Can you give us a long-term XM holders the possibility to lock our XM for a specific time, one to five years? I guess we could. If anybody really wants that, post it. Post it in Telegram, and uh, we can make it happen. When I click a sell order, it only puts you in sell mode, and when I click a buy order, it puts you in buy mode. It should be the other way around. 
Jesus, I don't know if it's just that time of day for me or what. When I click a sell order, it automatically puts you in sell mode. You mean when you click an open order that you have, you automatically on the exchange inside where you can enter a new order, go into sell mode, is that what you mean? And you think it should go into buy mode because if you click on a sell order, you may be looking to hedge it or something and you want to be able to buy. I don't know, you got to explain that one a bit better to me. Um, I would say contact support on that one, uh, explain it to them. They will then filter it to where it needs to be filtered. And if we feel something needs to be actioned, it'll be actioned. Simple as that. All right, guys, we went a bit over today. I'm going to sign off. I got some other things I need to get accomplished. I'm actually late for a call, I think, actually, by 12 minutes, uh, which I totally forgot about. So sorry to those guys who have been waiting for me. I'm going to jump on that call. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Spend time with friends and family, however you can, whether it's distance or whether it's in person. Obviously, tell them to buy XCM because it's just awesome. And uh, see you guys next week. Tag me on Telegram. Tag me on or tweet me at Twitter. Tweet me on Twitter at Kevin Murko. Telegram at Kevin Murko. Talk soon. Cheers. Onwards and upwards.